And when they arose early on the morrow morning, behold, Dagon had fallen upon his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. And the head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands were cut off upon the threshold. Only the stump of Dagon was left to him. 1 Samuel 5.4 Today is the day, Lord, that my mind and heart will change its position as I realize and recognize that you will not be mocked. As I meditate on 1 Samuel 5 and 6, my heart and my mind will be put at ease when it appears that Satan has his plans for overriding your declared promises and plans for my life. Because it is through this text that you make yourself known. It is in this text that you show your power in making all false gods bow to the power of the great I Am. All glory and praise goes to you, God. And I thank you that, in the same way the Philistines returned your ark and brought more than what was taken, I too will receive double for the trouble that the enemy has brought into my life. I decree and declare that nothing will be lost in my life and that whoever tries to raise up against the plan of the Lord in my life will have no choice but to open the doors that have been locked and cut the red tape that's been wrapped around my future. Thank you, Jesus, that at your name all man-made idols of distractions must bow like the idols of the Philistines. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com God's Ark Returns to Israel In our last story, we witnessed the slaughter of Israel's army at the hand of the Philistines. Israel summoned the Ark of the Covenant to the battlefield, but the Philistines defeated them and took it back to their camp. All of Israel mourned the loss of the Ark, but God would not be trifled with. In this story, we learn about God's power displayed among the Philistines, inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hello, this is Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In our previous reading, we heard how Eli's sons died in battle, a punishment for their sins against God. Along with them, Israel lost thousands of men to the Philistines. But they lost something even greater, as the Ark of the Covenant was taken by the Philistines. Hope seemed lost for Israel as God's presence had departed from them. But in today's reading, we'll hear about the high price the Philistines would pay for their theft and how God's power was going to be shown to all as his presence was restored to his people. Let's listen now to today's reading. The Philistines drug the Ark of the Covenant back to the city of Ashdod. Torches illuminated the smug grins on their faces as they placed the Ark at the foot of their idols. They placed the Ark... In the temple of Dagon, the Philistines' god, the idol was placed before a bronze statue of Dagon. It loomed over the ark as if they were making God bow to him. The Philistines slept soundly in their beds, not hearing the large crash in the night. 
When they arose the next morning, they found the statue of Dagon fallen face down before the Ark of the Lord. Perplexed, the Philistines put Dagon back in its place and left. Another night passed. Crashing and shattering echoed through the empty temple. When the priests awoke to check on the temple, they saw the statue of Dagon fallen face down before the Ark. Its head and both its hands were cut off cleanly and lay spread out before the Ark of the Covenant. The priests trembled and dared not enter the temple again until the Ark was released. Yet God was not yet finished. The Philistines had made a mockery of his name, and they slaughtered his people. They were right to fear him in the beginning, for the God that struck down Pharaoh would have no problem dealing with the minuscule Philistine army. The hand of God was heavy against the Philistines, and they all became afflicted with painful tumors. Their false god, Dagon, could not save them. Their priests prayed to a piece of metal to deliver them, but God reigned. Get the ark out of here before we perish, the people of Ashdod said. So they took the ark to the city of Gath, a terribly evil place filled with giant warriors that wore steel for armor. Yet the mighty men of Gath quaked under the power of God. Their strong arms and broad backs could not shield them from his anger. Tumors broke out in them as well, and the entire city wailed in pain. Their cries filled the skies, and they cast the ark out of their land back to the Israelites. This has not happened by coincidence, the Philistine elders said. They winced in pain and guilt, saying, God struck down Egypt long ago, and now he strikes us down as well. Pharaoh did not listen, but we must learn from his hardened heart. So the Philistines sent back the Ark of the Covenant with a guilt offering. The gold offerings molded into the shape of the tumors and mice that plagued their land. The people of Israel rejoiced when the ark returned. They offered sacrifices to God and worshipped him for his great power. The Philistines would soon regather and retaliate. But for now, they hid in fear because of God's mighty hand. God's anger against the Philistines reflected the depth of his righteousness. Though God is patient and kind, he is by no means safe. His name is not to be mocked, and he is not to be placed at the altar of a false god like Dagon. The Philistines' tumors were but an image of their inner sickness. The Philistines would eventually attack again, and again they would witness God's might. Today's story begins with the Philistines in possession of the Ark of the Covenant. They believed they could use it for their profit, their benefit, just as they looked to other gods. So they took the ark to the shrine of their god Dagon and set it next to it. But God was not about to let his name be used by those who did not know or fear him. And he certainly wouldn't be just one among the many false gods. So when the Philistines woke the next morning, they found their idol lying face down. They picked him up and put him back. But the next morning... He had fallen again, this time his head and hands broken off. But God wasn't through. The whole city felt his judgment, and people for miles around developed tumors. They knew this wasn't a coincidence, so they sent the ark to another town. And the same thing happened, terrifying the people once more with painful tumors. 
So the Ark of the Covenant was sent to a third city, but the people cried out in fear, we don't want this. In 1 Samuel 5.11, we read, they sent therefore and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, send away the Ark of the God of Israel and let it return to its own place that it may not kill us and our people. For there was a deathly panic throughout the whole city. The hand of God was very heavy there. You see, God's presence among those who truly seek him brings peace. But among the wicked, those who reject him, it brings panic. God's judgment is not something to be taken lightly, of course. And after seeing what he had done in two other cities, the Philistines begged for the ark to go back to Israel. The Philistines knew they were guilty, and the ark couldn't simply be returned as if nothing happened. So they sent it back with guilt offerings, golden sculptures of tumors and mice, symbols of God's judgment against them. Unfortunately, they were only sorry and scared, not contrite, not changed, not repentant. They just wanted to be done with this punishment. How tragic it is when people reject God and the opportunity to repent of their sins and to get right with him. So the ark was returned to Israel, and great rejoicing arose among them. They worshiped God for his mightiness, praising him for returning the ark to them. But Israel's struggles were far from over, hindering their relationship with God. And we'll hear more about that the next time. Dear God, we thank you that in our story today, we learn how holy you really are that you are righteous, and that you judge the wicked. Help us not only to regret our sin, but to truly repent of it and turn from it and ask you to be our Savior and Deliverer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, Please share it with someone you know because it can make a genuine, even eternal difference in their lives. And if you want more resources on how you can know the power of God through Jesus Christ, then visit jackgraham.org. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.